eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rodgers in trouble. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Pressure, pass is picked off, and who is it? Big B.J. Raji for the touchdown. Welcome back to another episode of the Packs What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined, as always, by Perry Goldstein. And we also have an incredible interview on deck today. Going to be a shorter show, but that's because we wanted this special guest's interview to stand on its own. We have former Memphis running back, Green Bay Packer, Patrick Taylor, joining the show, telling you all of the things about his career coming to the Packers, what his first year was like. And yeah, Perry, Patrick Taylor's the coolest person. What a good guy. So, so nice. Just so gracious with his time. Also like, thank you. So, I mean, I can't imagine how busy things are even with the off season, right? Like they're right in the thick of, of their virtual now um, OTAs and things like that. So just really appreciate it, but loved hearing about, his time at school and his goals and what it's been like to be in green Bay, especially last year um, in 2020 and just overcoming his injuries and hopefully, uh, hopefully making it on the field, scoring a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. And we have, you know, he did say that he would come back to talk about his first Lambo leap. So we're going to hold him to that uh, running back three, Patrick Taylor. Can't wait for him to get his shot at the roster. So uh, We'll play it now and enjoy. You know, one of the first things that we wanted to ask you about is just your career at Memphis, obviously really impressive, over 2,800 rushing yards, 5.4 yards per carry average, almost 40 total touchdowns. Um, so what kind of skill set do you think that you have that you can contribute to the Packers roster? Because I know, obviously, you didn't get to play at all your rookie season. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that was tough, but... Uh... I mean, I feel like I bring a number of things um, to the Green Bay Packers as far as uh, on the offensive side of the ball, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield, um, being able to run in between the tackles, outside the tackles. Uh, I feel like I have um, good speed uh, for a big back 
uh, like myself, being 6'2", 220. Um, so I feel like I can do a number of things uh, with within our offense. Um, and it, and it, our offense kind of reminds me a lot of the stuff that we used to do here uh, there at Memphis. So um, it's pretty exciting to to know that everything that I did at, at Memphis is going to, you know, transfer to to the Green Bay Packers. And I also feel like I can I can play on special teams and stuff like that, being able to contribute on on all units on special teams. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things, too, that we did want to ask, you, you know, being 6'2", you aren't necessarily like the prototypical running back being so tall. And I guess what made you fall in love with running back specifically when you started playing football as opposed to, you know, like wide receiver or a different position? Um. Well, honestly, uh, man, um, playing running back was – I just wanted the ball in my hands, honestly. Um, and, and being able to watch running backs such as like like Adrian Peterson or uh, Le'Veon Bell, those tall backs like that, um, Brandon Jacobs, um, people like that. And I was like, oh, man, if they could do it, I could do it too, you know. Um, and – and I mean, it was, I, I just liked their games, uh, Le'Veon Bell and, and Adrian Peterson. And like, I try to take aspects of, of their game and try to put it into my game as well. So um, I just like having the ball in my hands. Um, yeah. And, and I like scoring touchdowns. Well, love scoring <laughs> touchdowns. So, yeah. That's a good trait to have. Yeah. <laughs> is it cool seeing Adrian Peterson like still playing as someone you look up to and now he's like I guess technically a division rival but it, it must be pretty cool to potentially be going up against someone that you like try to model your game after yeah I mean it's it's like it's honestly crazy um like being able to be in the NFL um and and have an opportunity to to uh, go against Adrian Peterson and, and after the game, I'm going to be fanboying, being like, Hey man, can we yeah. get a picture or like, um, can I get your autograph? Stuff like that. Um, I think that's, that's, that's crazy. But um, him being someone that, that I used to watch as a little kid is, is crazy. And him still being an NFL and XL and like he is, I mean, he's a, first ballot hall of firmer no yeah. question so yeah. i mean yeah it's exciting so as an undrafted free agent you know are there some like certain teams on your radar did the packers kind of call you and notify you ahead of time and you know did like you said playing with a future hall of famer impact your decision at all as maybe where you would end up um honestly um it was like a stressful time, like in, in that time of me, uh, you know, not knowing where I was going, uh, waiting for that call. Everybody's waiting for that call on draft day, and I didn't get it. Um, it was tough. It was frustrating. Um, but uh, we, I mean, I talked with my agent, and, and he laid out all the teams uh, that that wanted to give me an un, undrafted uh, free agent contract, and. Um, give me an opportunity and he felt and I felt the best best decision was the Green Bay Packers and 
I'm I'm happy with the decision I chose uh, just because they're just such a prestigious and great organization and they they care for their players uh, 110%. Um, them taking care of me, uh, me being hurt, coming to their team and me rehabbing there and, and me getting to the point where I did practice and I did have a little upset where I had to go back down on on IR but I mean I have the opportunity to this this upcoming year to to um you know be an asset uh to the team so yeah and I think that's one of the things that we kind of wanted to ask you too coming on is you know what is your mentality like and how does it change when you obviously as a rookie went to a team that had two really established backs already and then they drafted AJ Dillon high as and then now going into the season where you could be the third running back on the roster you know Jamal Williams is gone now there's still Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon but you have a really good shot at being a key contributor for the team yeah I mean yeah absolutely um man Jamal Williams man I hate you guys to go that was my boy <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he was so funny and so lively, as I would say. Um, brought a lot of juice. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, my approach my approach doesn't change. Uh, the way I approached it last year is it's the same way I'm going to approach it this year. And, um, taking advantage of every opportunity, being on time, being prepared, um, uh, and, t- and and taking advantage of this opportunity because not many people, not, not many people receive this opportunity. The, the only difference now is that I can actually play ball. You know, I don't have yeah. to sit back on the sidelines and just know my assignment, know, know my plays and stuff like that, and like rehab and work out and stuff like that. But now I'm like actually just playing ball like what I love to do. Um, so I'm excited for the opportunity uh, that I get this upcoming season. Um, and I really look forward to it. How are you feeling? Like how is rehabs done and you're feeling good or? I mean, yeah, like I feel, I feel great. Like it's, it's been a long time coming because like I, I battled that, that injury for, for such a long time. Like my first game of my senior year, I got hurt in the fourth quarter. Like I think about it, like it's it it gets me every time. Like it's 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 uh I mean, I don't know, it's like something like you see out of like a movie or something. Like and then it happened. You don't think it's gonna happen to you, but it happened and then you know, my whole world got turned upside down. But I mean I'm blessed to be where I am now. Um, I, I truly believe that God uh, places trials and tribulations in your life for a reason. Um, and, and everybody's journey is different. So everybody walk, walk, walk is different. So um, I feel like I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So what was that like then not getting to practice with the team until December and now, you know, having your rookie year with all the COVID protocols and everything being virtual, what's it going to be like now going into your second year, actually, you know, maybe hopefully being able to be at Lambeau for a lot of that and being able to actually contribute and play football. I mean, it's exciting. Um, Knowing that I, like I said, uh, get the opportunity to, um, 
show that I'm an asset to the team or um, I'm reliable and like I'm not a liability uh, to the team. Um, so that's just me just playing ball, like something that I've been doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited I actually get to do that this year. Yeah. Is it going to be different? Well, I'm sure it will be different, but are you looking forward to having an, an hopefully in a whole in-person off season since last year was just so kind of, I mean, nobody expected last year to happen the way it did. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a lot better this year because there was a lot of uncertainty last year and you didn't know when you had to be there. Like you didn't know, um, like me, I didn't know if I was going to be on the team, stuff like that. Um, so it was a lot of uncertainty last year, but this year it's, it's more like they give you a plan. They let us know like, oh, we're going to be here this certain date or, oh, we're doing virtual OTAs right now and then we'll be in person on this date. So it's it's better now because I, I know what I'm looking forward to yeah. and I know when when I'll have to be there and stuff like that. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. Yeah. What's it like, you know, during the draft process leading up to everything to like read articles about yourself? One of my favorite quotes uh, when you went undrafted to the Packers was from Lance Zerline at Pro Football Network. He said that you were built like a comic book hero. I mean, do you read things like that? Do you laugh at them or do you take any of it, you know, as truth or? Like, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You think I'm built like a comic book character but I mean I don't I don't really look into that type of stuff uh just because I mean sometimes that stuff may be good or that stuff may be bad um so it might rub you the wrong way so I tend to stay away from looking at stuff like that um because at the end of the day it's not really what other people think it's you know what's it's, it's what I think um but I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate you think I look like a comic book character. I'll take it. I feel like I'd have the same approach too. If I was a player, I'd be like, I'm just going to ignore it. I know what I do. I know what I can bring. Like, I'm going to kind of like block out the rest of it. Even if it's good. I feel like you can go down such a rabbit hole with like, absolutely searching your name. Mentally it's, it's mentally it could be draining and it, it could be stressful and, like give you anxiety and stuff like that. So like I try to stay, stay far away from that stuff. Yeah. And did you give any thought, you know, before you came to the Packers about kind of the the legacy that they have as far as being a really good landing spot for undrafted free agents? I mean, Jermon Williams and Sam Shields are really good examples from recent history. Alan Lazard obviously has been a huge role player for the offense, despite going undrafted. Does that, kind of impact your decision at all did it or was it more this was just the right opportunity for you at the time I mean I feel like when in the heat of the moment it was just it was just the right opportunity for me um and then learning all that stuff uh my agent telling me all that stuff like I was just icing on the cake um just knowing that I would actually get a real opportunity to play for the Green Bay Packers um, so, I mean, once, once I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
all right, let's get to work. You know, <laughs> is it helpful so. to have role models like Lazard and even like I think of Bob Tunyon too, mm-hmm. um, who went undrafted and now are like serious contributors to the team to like see kind of like the model that they represent. Absolutely, because I mean, those guys have worked hard for everything they got, um, and, and you know, they bounced around for a little bit and and ended up landing in a great great spot such as Green Bay. Um, so. I mean, seeing those guys and how they work at practice and and seeing how everything pays off in the game and stuff like that. So being able to watch those guys and making sure, like, I'm doing what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Is it hard, like, when you go into the NFL from college to be around so many players that you, like you said, Adrian Peterson grew up watching. I would imagine that you watched Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, to be in the same locker room as him, how 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 does that feel? Because I know if Aaron Rodgers came on our podcast, I would have really hard times, so, <laughs> like, focusing on anything. Like, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> um, he's such a great guy. Uh, but... Yeah, like, so, like, first time out outside and I'm seeing him throw the ball, I'm standing off to the side. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's what I was you know? like, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's Aaron Rodgers. Um, but, yeah, and, like, within the first week, like, he, he sat down, had lunch with me, asked me my name. Actually, he already knew my name, <laughs> which was crazy. Yeah. He, he already knew my name, and uh, we just talked talked uh talked about like where he's from where i'm from where do we go to college and and stuff like that but yeah he's a great guy also Devonte adams i was like oh my gosh that's yeah. Devonte adams you know? <laughs> yeah. like i I, don't, I didn't want to like stop i didn't so i didn't like i'm not that guy where i was like hey man can i have an autograph but i was like dang yeah respect you know respect <laughs> yeah. yeah like i yeah. see you bro yeah. So, but yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. That's awesome. Did you know anything about Wisconsin before you, you know, became a Packer? Did you visit the state ever or was it really just like shell shock to come someplace that it's so cold? So let me tell you, the craziest thing happened. So right after the combine I had to I had to have surgery on my foot a second time and I went to Green Bay. To have okay. the surgery by Dr. Anderson. Wow. And it was freezing cold. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way I go here. There's no way I go here. <laughs> and then it happened. Yeah. 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 I was like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> it was know? a sign. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm blessed to be where I'm at. I'm glad I I glad I'm glad I ended up with the Green Bay Packers. Honestly, like I, I had no idea where Wisconsin was. I knew it was up top, but I didn't know <laughs> where where up top. But yeah. I think one of my favorite like post draft stories was it was Jamal Williams, your guy. And when he got drafted, um, somebody asked him if he tried cheese curds and he said, what's a cheese curd. So whenever, (laughs) you know, Packers get drafted, that's like something that they get asked is like, did you know about brats and cheese curds? Have you tried any of those Wisconsin foods or is it just not interesting? So I, I've heard about it. Um, I actually tried cheese curds my first year there. So like last year, <laughs> I'm not a fan. 
Oh, Honestly, wow. I'm I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a fan. That's like fair. a lot, uh, you know, a lot of people talk it up. Yeah. Um, but you know, I just I'll rather have you know cheese sticks. That's fair. That's a good take. You got to try the deep fried. I think that's that's when I like them. Is when they're like all fried. That's okay. when they're good. Yeah. Although I can't okay. talk, I'm not from Wisconsin. I live in New York, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything else, anything for everyone listening, fans, that they you'd like us to know about you? It can be you as a football player, like you as a person. Like, what do you want fans to, to know about Patrick Taylor? Um, really just... Just just be on the lookout this year, and um, I look forward to being able to display my talent and also share my story um, with how I got to where I'm at um, in the future. So, um, yeah. Nice. So, I mean, I got a question for you guys. Though. Yeah, okay. Um. So how did y'all come up with y'all's y'all's name? Pack packs what she said. <laughs> well, we realized that there weren't too many podcasts hosted by women about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's a Packers show, it just was kind of a play on words, like, you know, instead of that's what she said, it's packs what she said because we only talk about the Packers. Okay. So so do y'all watch <laughs> do y'all watch like The Office or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so is is that kind of <laughs> like where it like, came from, or no? I think the phrasing, yeah, like that's yeah. what she said, was kind of just in my brain. So yeah, I can't take any credit. Maggie came up with the name. No, <laughs> I, I, I take I zero name. credit for this. The name is pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thank we're gonna have to. We're gonna cut that audio out and just you know say that yeah. Patrick Taylor endorses the name of the show being. <laughs> <laughs> we're very excited we're we're rooting for you for sure thank you so much yeah Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show you have an open invite anytime you want to come back on we will be glad to have you and you know we'll talk about the office or things we don't have to talk about football but yeah of course you (laughs) know i might just drop in yeah we'll have to do it after (laughs) your first lambo leap we'll have to hear yes lambo leap goes yeah sounds good yeah awesome (laughs) awesome thank you so much Appreciate it. Really can't appreciate Patrick Taylor enough and the time he took to come on the show with us. Um, always have to ask players and people about cheese curds. It is a Wisconsin thing. Perry points it out every time that I have to talk to people about their experiences in Wisconsin. Um, please make sure that you support Patrick Taylor on social media. Uh, he is just a fantastic person. And I think, you know, after listening to the interview, you'll all realize how easy he is to root for as a player and a person. Perry, what else do we got going on this week? Um, next week for the show, we're going to bring back the mock. So Maggie and I will do a mock. I don't think that there'll be any betting associated with it this year, <laughs> um, but we will do a mock and we'll see how, how we fare. Um, and then look out in May for a couple of really exciting guests that Maggie and I are putting together at the moment. We'll, talk i mean may will also be all about the draft but just more about who the packers actually picked so that'll be really exciting yeah you will be able to catch us after the mock draft we have our first 
for another, I guess, live show for She Said TV, Pax What She Said Live. That will be on May 4th, that Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central. Make sure you come hang out with us, ask a bunch of questions. And then, you know, we'll also have a, a draft recap show that week. So lots going on. Make sure you check out the She Said TV watch party before the draft. I'm getting all mixed up now because there's just so much going on. But the draft is one week away. And that's exciting because we can finally now talk about something other than the draft. So, Perry, tell them where they can find you on social media, even though they already know. Uh, you can just follow me on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. Um, and please follow the podcast at PWSS podcast as well. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. And you can find some of my writing for Cheesehead TV. We both are also with the Packaday podcast crew. Packaday just celebrated their 1,000th episode. That was really hard to say. There's just so many episodes. Um, so please make sure that you also support Andy Herman and that crew because they do fantastic work. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And Jones out in front. They're trying to chase him down. He's inside the 10, and he is in for the touchdown. The title is back in town. 